Looking for wholesome, convenient meals to support sunny, active days? Try Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, and make sticking to your goals easier than ever. Get 50, 50, 50% off with code JTRAIN50 at factor75.com slash JTRAIN50. That's 50% off with code JTRAIN50 at factor75.com slash JTRAIN50. J-Train Jared Free coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for being involved with this great podcast. I love putting it out there. I love that you're enjoying it and sharing it and telling a friend. And I want to thank you even more. I made this announcement on other platforms. If you're only a J-Train listener, this is the first time I get to speak directly to you. But uh, the special I made in December 2023... 2022. What is it now? It's 2023. It's 2023 all year? Okay. The special I made back in December um, was picked up by Netflix. It's going to air. It's going to be on August 15th. We got a date. We got a Netflix special. It's a... I'm proud of it. It's called 37 and Single. Um, And I'm going to start with a thank you because it doesn't happen because, you know, there's so many comedians. There's so many people out there. There's so many talented comedians. And honestly, like... Not all of them have you, the people that have been following for upwards of a decade now, listening to this podcast and being involved and sending your emails. So it truly means the world to me to have you as a listener and as someone who supported me in any small way, whether it's just clicking a like or sh- you know sharing. I've always talked about the economy of this. I've always talked about the you know, liking a post is, it means something to me. Like in sharing something, it means something to me. Following means something. Telling someone word of mouth, this podcast and letting people know, I listen to this podcast, this guy kind of talks, he's giving advice. He has no credentials. He has no reason to give advice. I don't even know why I listen to him, but you do. And it's like, uh, it's the greatest pleasure in the world. And now it is helping a dream come true which is to have a netflix special it comes out august 15th it is called 37 and single if you like this show you will love this special if you've been to my live shows you've probably seen pieces of this set it's talking about dating it's talking about being in your 30s and dating it's talking about being single it's about breakups it's about your friends getting involved your parents it's about you know eating at night and late night eating and and uh, those are the same thing and and body issues and gender reveals and marriages and all these subjects that and Jews <laughs> you know it's about that too and it's about your mom and your dad and complaining if any of those subjects speak to you you're going to love this special it's made for you and Honestly, by you, I feel a familial connection with everyone that likes my stuff in some weird way. So I want you to watch it. I want you to enjoy it. I want you to share it. I want you to let people know. I, you know, the the Netflix game. I'll let you behind the curtain. They tell you the first seven days are very important. They say the first ten days are just as important. They say the first twenty eight days are pretty important. Okay, beyond that. You're out there. You're on Netflix. It finds its way to whoever it finds. But that first month is very important to me, so I would love for you to share it, like it, tell a friend, encourage friends and coworkers, brothers, sisters, mamas, papas. We've done this. We've um, 
prepared for this in a certain way, you know? So this is the ultimate uh, ask of you is please, please, please check it out. Enjoy it first. Enjoy it first. Have fun with it. Make it a date night. And then, you know, sing the song of J Train through these streets. I'm sending you out as my foot soldiers, and I, I would really appreciate it. So, enough out of me. If you want to see me on the road, I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina, the weekend of it coming out. And then I'm going to be in Lexington, Kentucky. Providence just added to the calendar. And, you know, the, the, the fall, we really amp it up. Providence, Atlanta, Huntington, Huntington, New York, Long Island. So, I'm coming to Long Island. Seattle, Washington, Charlotte, uh, Philly. D.C., Baltimore, San Diego, Boston. More dates are always coming. JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. And if you want to send an email to this great podcast, if you have anything you need, we have a lot of lifestyle questions, advice questions, personal dating, whatever it is, JTrainPodcast.com. Very excited. Today's guest, uh, an OKP of the show, back uh, on the show. We only did Zoom. Yeah. And now you're back in the Feather Nation studios. Jake Cohen, thank you for coming on. <laughs> a, pleasure. a pleasure. So good to see you. We go like way back. We go way back in a way that you forget we go way back. Truly. We were um, cast on a thing <laughs> called Genius Kitchen. I think we told the story last time you I'm were sure on. I'm sure we did. Just the, like... I, they basically, had, they, they, they were, they were going to trick people into watching food shows online yeah. by taking a very popular URL, which was like food.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they were going to turn it into this video space. Completely. And we taped a bunch of stuff with them and you were, what were your, what was your designation? I was, I was like recipe developer and you were like host, like the oh, funny guy right. who would like lead it were. Culture commentator culture was like what they call it, something like a, that. We made a fucking pumpkin, like a, a cocktail and a pumpkin cake. Right. Like we were clowns. Like we're, we're like normally clowns, but this was like really Looking back, some of the videos we did would have worked on TikTok. Oh, completely. Like as far as like how to make a you know a pumpkin drink. Completely. You would watch that. You would want to know. And and yeah, and then just to go back, and I know we talked about this before, you were doing the pasta swirl. Yeah. That was back when like it was just standard photos. No one even had no one was doing video. Right. And you were doing this pasta swirl, and it was it was mesmerizing. It was like, it was beautiful art. Like the way you would get the pasta. Like it was like, like a fucking asshole. It was like people, people like people always like, I'm so Asshole to some, art Exa- to others. I you mean, never know. Or listen. both to some. So this Period. Is, uh, who doesn't like a nice tussy pasta? <laughs> so, so, but, and then you go on TikTok and boom. You're like a you're like a major food personality now. What would you call yourself? Like a, you're a chef? Are you? Yeah, yeah. Are you a trained chef? I, I, I don't am. mean to be insulting. No, no, no. Okay. I am. I, that was totally my background. Was in I went straight to from high school to culinary school. Worked mm. in fine dining restaurants. Then like switched over to media where I ran like like food uh, test kitchens for like magazines. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then I like went off on my own and just become this like professional clown on TikTok and I mean, Instagram. It's, no, but you're but the best really, type of clown because you do so much stuff that I'm like. I get brought in. Like, I want to watch your stuff. Like, the braided challah. You're making Jewish food cool. That's the goal. Which is, like, I think that's the the best thing you do is, like, you take a food that, like, like, some of, like, even the food sounds disgusting. Kugel. (laughs) Like, it doesn't say, Kugel, if I was, like, if I told a non-Jew you should try some Kugel, they go, did you, is there something in your throat? Are you okay? Yeah, 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 for sure. But, you know, our childhoods, you go back and you go, that's That's the most delicious thing in the world. Especially because it's so tied to, like, when I think of my favorite, like, jokes of yours, it's right. always about your mother. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. you now you post these videos of her. <laughs> and, like, I, I mean, I sound like your mother. I sound like everyone's mother. Um, <laughs> but, like, the, the idea around that, like, 
all of these food memories are yeah. tied to these characters screaming, crying, family it's, occasions. The number of tears that have been shed over my mother and my aunt fighting over like how many pounds of carrots to make for like Rosh Hashanah. So crazy. It is all very emotional, very memory driven, <laughs> very hits you in a certain spot. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. just remember like, you know, Rosh Hashanah, you're, you, you, it was the first time all year, the first time since the winter you put on your suit. Yeah, yeah And like yeah, yeah. whether it fit or not was like a big stress moment. <laughs> for me like this is all and it is and then you finally you get to take off the suit that didn't fit all day and go eat for real yeah, you know yeah. like go have the brisket and the kugel and all that stuff and and so you go on tiktok were you surprised at the tiktok reaction to you or were you like no it's like it's, so, it's so weird it's like i it's like this was always part of the plan right i just knew that like if I want to do what I do, which is like write cookbooks, sell cookbooks, mm -hmm. like inspire people to cook more in their own homes yeah. and bring like Jewish tradition into the mainstream. Mm. I knew I just, you gotta, you gotta be on the TikTok. You gotta be right. on all these you were, things. And you were ready to go. Like you had, to, and also it fits the medium. Like, yeah. you know, I've always said with TikTok, like all you gotta do, do the same thing every time. And that's very helpful for TikTok. Um, now, that's that for some that could sound demeaning, but when you make food, it's do quite, the same thing yeah. as every every time is what you want to do. Like Correct. you have the, the the you know oh here's a chef. I go to them for food every time, and exactly. now you get to refill it with new things. When exactly. it's when you're you know I you know dance to early two thousands music and do that a thousand times it gets a little okay I, I get you you look like you're doing something yeah. that like who cares this is great food great rep recipes great like a creative thing going on and it's really great and you have a book out I have yes I have one book out Jewish Jewish so that was that was the last time we had you on yeah. and now this one's called I could nosh I could nosh see mainstream a word yiddishy <laughs> i could nosh what is the and, and right now you can pre it's in pre-order pre it pre comes out september 12th um but available now wherever books are sold so where you're gonna go to at jay cohen on instagram at jay cohen on tiktok he's got a link in the bio that can get you to wherever you want to buy books from and we want you to pre we want to pre-order yeah, in the same way we want you to Go to 37 and single on Netflix yes. and hit, like, add it to my queue. Because here's what happens. And I'm speaking for both of us yeah, right yeah, now. We're yeah. both in sales mode, it, okay? We, it, we, are, yeah. we, don't, we know that our, our OKPs, original key players, <laughs> they're going to go watch the special yes. or buy the book. Yes. But we want you and your profile to be taken in by these data monsters. And we want them to go find people like you that they go, well, you know, someone just like you liked 37 and single. Someone that's like you liked I could nosh. So yeah. we need you to like and and, and pre-order and do these things. So I want you to go pre-order Jake's book. It's fan. I mean, your last book, like they're like mega hits from there. Like the rice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm incredibly blessed. It was like, it like immediately. What was hit. the biggest hit? Like I mean, what was the one you hit? Is it the rice? Is the the tadi, the crispy Persian rice, is yeah. big. But I would say the challah. Like the fact that like I'm getting a new generation of people to like bake challah on Friday. Right. Crazy. Right. That is crazy. crazy. That is a grandma thing. That's that is a, a skip thing. generation but thing. That is my entire brand. It's like this whole new book is grandma hospitality. It's like how do you turn your kitchen into your center of hospitality? Someone's coming over. Love it. Like do something quick. Nothing that like frou frou fancy. Right. Like everyone's so precious. But at the end of the day, it's like. You just want to like eat some good food with people you love, right? Have a laugh, catch it, up. It's this: the kitchen is the center of the That's the it. hub of the house. 
What's your favorite thing of the new book? Ooh, um, I would say I have actually the, one of the ones that I brought you today. It's my great grandmother's recipe for apple cake. Apple cake is but, two words that are in the same phylum dessert. <laughs> Never heard apple cake. When you said apple cake, I was like, what? What, what so is. It's weird because this is not really a cake, it is this like hybrid half cake, half pie. It's Hold really. Hold on, Shelby. Can you go grab it out of the fridge, <laughs> if you don't mind? Okay. Do we, do we got you need it? a fork. Oh, I, I got a fork. You? I just caught that. Well, that, was great. that was great. I'm going to open it up. I want to have it right Love. on camera. So, it, so it's it's half cake, half pie. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash Jared Freed. I, bring a little, see I bought it. a little Tupperware. A I mean, Tupperware. I buy tears, I mean, so it got a little a little slapped around. I but mean, I mean, don't we all? We don't, you know, we're not going for looks, but it is. Okay, I'm looking at this. If you're looking on YouTube, you can see there is pie to this. So what it is, it's like almost like a cookie dough crust that you press into a pie dish, add in this apple mixture, and then crumble the rest of the dough on top. And then you bake it so it becomes like, uh, we say it's like half cake, half pie, a little cookie-ish. It's like, I love it. It's, I mean, mean, it's very good. Here, and easy, and easy, very easy, very quick. How long does it take? A couple, it takes like 20 minutes. And then you, well, you, gotta, you gotta bake it. I mean, uh, but like, Preparation-wise, 20 yeah. minutes. Throw a bunch of shit in the food processor. We're hanging out. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. Here's my review. <laughs> okay? Here's what I love. Yeah? If you love, it's delicious. But, and when someone reviews food, they use any other word but delicious. It's bad. It's bad. bad. It's bad. 100%. If they say interesting... <laughs> I will jump Even off good. a fucking cliff. In, in, New York, in New York City, good no, is no, no, bad. No. Delicious. This is fucking legit fuck great. Raisins? Ra- so that's funny. It's a big fight in the family because my mother hates raisins. These these recipes come with a story. Always, with always. A fight. Always a I fight. I love it. All right. So this is the compromise version because I put in raisins and walnuts. The big thing is I hate adding walnuts in dessert. My mother mm. loves it. I love raisins. She hates it. This is bringing together. So this was like we're not in a true Jewish fashion. Right. Neither of us are going to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> if if this nobody's is like happy, apple cake, that's, everyone hates. That's, I, <laughs> exactly. What a way to sell it. Exactly. I, but this is how my great grandmother did it. I have this old recipe card that, and it has both raisins and walnuts. So I was like, the, to be, re- be the recipe true card. To her. Oh my God, that is like a, that's my grandmother. That's my grand. So my grandfather was a cook in my family. Really? My grandfather did every Jewish holiday. I love that. My grandfather made everything. My grandmother would just yell at him from behind him. <laughs> and uh, there's a famous story. I can't stop here. There's a famous story. My dad had a heart attack at 40. And he's, I mean, he's fine. He had a, yeah, he yeah. Had a second one too. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> oh my, God. <laughs> my dad had a heart attack. Um, if he was 40, I was 13, 14, whatever I was. So my brother and I were sent to my grandparents' house to like mm-hmm. go have dinner and like get a, get away yeah, from them. Yeah. And my grandfather made turkey pastrami. Ooh. Turkey pastrami. That, but it was like a dinner turkey pastrami. It wasn't like a cured pastrami. It was like the turkey was made yeah, pastrami yeah. style. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if that's of course, a thing. Of course. So my grandfather, like before, like, before, like, there was no YouTube. There was no look it up. Yeah, no. He was just doing shit. I love it. And turkey pastrami. And I'll never forget, um, it, they would yell at each other. So my grandfather would make it. Yeah. My grandmother would yell about it. That yeah, was just totally. kind of the deal. 
Brings out the turkey pastrami. We're eating. My dad just had a heart attack. We're kind of like sitting there, like, "What's going on?" It's like, a, you know, we know. And I'll never forget it. My my grandpa and grandmother just started screaming. That he had, was testing out this turkey pastrami, and he yeah. go going. She, my grandmother, kept going. It's salty, Bill. <laughs> it's salty. And then my grandfather would go, "No, it's peppery." I mean, <laughs> and it's she's true. going, "No, it's salty." I mean, and he's going, "It's peppery." And like. For 10 minutes, we just heard them just yelling forth, about whether arguing. it's salty or peppery. And I'm like, my dad almost died. <laughs> you know, like, it's but like, this we, was the discussion. The pressing issue is whether it's salty or peppery. What is wrong with the pastrami? What's wrong? What yes. did we do wrong in this experimental always. process? But yeah. the, the, the problem is always salt. My, my mother, when I tell you, no, no, not that there is a problem with it. But, but that's the problem My mother, have. my grandmother, my, no one uses salt. Not one ounce of salt. They're always like, oh, I, I like, I. I They're afraid of it. They're afraid of it because it's like, oh, high blood pressure, high blood pressure, high blood pressure. It's like, re it really is to a fault with like, they. it's contraband. That's hilarious. I, okay, so my, my review of this is yeah. I love the consistency. I love that the crust is crusty. The apples jam. are crunchy yeah. and like they have both the jam over the crunching of yeah. the apple. So it's a different crunch with a crunch. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Delicious. Oh, my God. Apple cake. Never would have <laughs> saw it coming. There we go. Jay Cohen. Uh, the book... I could nosh. I could nosh. I could nosh. You're going to go to Jay Cohen, at Jay Cohen, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all this stuff. Link. Go pre-order right now. Um, let's get into the episode. Are you ready? I'm ready. Secretary won't stop bitching. <laughs> you have people that work for you now? No, because just of that. Just because of that. I work for myself. All I, on your own. All solo. I do everything myself because of, of stories like this. Jake, you're like a major thing now not, I just, but yeah but i only take on what i can handle right, i'm not looking okay. for an empire i'm right, not looking for a secretary you want to be able thing. to come to the west village and I do come, an apartment i bike with like a little tupperware of apple cake i'm not, do, I'm not doing anything okay. too crazy dear jared and esteemed guests i have an office problem i could use your help with i am a hot shot lawyer in my early 30s i changed firms a few months ago and now have a secretary who i generally like that is probably in her mid-60s we get along pretty well, and the only problem is she can she is constantly complaining about work. She hasn't complained about me yet, as far as I know, but all day long she is griping about something, whether it be the printer malfunctioning, work another lawyer asked her to do, or the cleaning crew doing a poor job. She does not always direct these comments to me and usually makes them to herself under her breath. But our offices share a thin wall and our doors are right next to each other. So all day, every day, I hear multiple aggrieved sighs coming from her office and comments like, stupid piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and what the fuck? Honestly, I didn't know when I was painting the picture of my brain of what this person looked like, a little old whatever. I wasn't like, stupid piece of fucking garbage cock. Like, I didn't think that they would be a sailor now. Uh, these comments interrupt my concentration and also annoy me because I, of the constant negativity. Completely. Sometimes she makes a comment or sighs so loud that I'll call out, everything okay over there? And she usually responds with, oh, you can hear me? I'm sorry. Ma'am, of course I can hear you. My question is, would it ever be appropriate to say something about this? This woman could be my mother, and I don't want to come off as disrespectful. Also, closing the door only helps a bit, and somehow, also causes my office to turn into a furnace. I've been relying on AirPods, but it's not ideal because they block out noise too well. And someone uh, comes to talk to me in my office. I don't notice them until they're almost touching me. Would love your thoughts. Sincerely, her annoyance is annoying me. 
Jake Cohen. Wow. As someone who has dealt, we just talked about dealing with a Jewish mother, yeah, a Jewish course. grandmother. You, I think Jewish sons are kind of weirdly experts at navigating how do I get this message across in a way that will upset them, obviously, because they're always upset, but in a way that kind of like gets things to change even a little bit. What do you yes. think of this situation? So first off, very on brand to like just like root in negativity, like truly, <laughs> and like misery loves company. So mm -hmm. all they're looking for is validation right. in their misery mm -hmm. to have some kind of camaraderie with the hell of their life. Right, to say it out loud and under your breath, fucking piece of shit. <laughs> You're kind of ringing a bell of You're like, come over here and come, ask come me about with me. Right, right, come right, talk right, shit with right. me. Itch the scratch. Exactly. Um, it, it does, I mean, his perspective is very like Kim Kardashian, like it feels like nobody wants to work anymore, which not, not false, not false. <laughs> right. But um, I mean, it's like in my head, it's like, I'm sorry, you're a lawyer. They, you yeah. run the show, shut the fuck up. Is either, that... either, either man up and talk to her and okay. lay some ground rules or, or fire her and start over. Like, right. I'm a bit like, there's no see here's no a, crying in baseball. Like right. just like go I, for it. I guess if they're good at their job, but they add an air of negativity to the office, like I would want the good at their job and have to deal with. I do. I don't want to work around someone who's upset all day. Like no. I, that's just not fun. Like and also no. like you're part of why their life sucks. And if they're talking shit about other people, they're talking shit about you. Yeah. I, I think this person needs to take them out to lunch. I think you need to go have a meal. You sit at a meal and you go and and just get curious. Get into question mode. I would just be like, "What do you? What's going on in your life?" I heard you the other day say, "Fucking piece of shit." What happened? Get them talking. Yeah. Get to be there. You know, just, you're there again. Misery loves company. Be their misery, and then act like you're a teammate. Like, listen, I want you to know that, like, you can. I don't. I hear you. And then, and then, once they get open, you can get open. That is so beautiful, and and um. And trusting of you, but here, here's okay. my 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 response to that is like, look at I look at I think of my mother, my aunts, my grandmother. Think of your mother. Mm -hmm. Will they change at that age? I like Whoa. once you're over that hump. Like I think that she is set on on the groans and the moans. Right. Well, I I don't think they're gonna change. I agree with you. No change, but I think they need to know you're you've been annoyed. Oh. Like, yes. if you let them know, like, and you can't be like, hey, shut the fuck up, Groundsy. But, but she also might be totally valid in her annoyances. Right, like, well, that's... Like, the, the law firm might be a nightmare at all this stuff, and in which case, she's complaining, and then you're just still being like, you can't complain about your, ter like, well, the terrible environment we've I created. I think part of this is that the person who's the boss wants to make sure, like, can I just know that these groans have nothing to do with me? Yeah, he's, he's a little, he's like... Right, I, I think they're, like, a little bit, like... He's got a fragile ego. We're a little fragile. I just gotta know, like they're older. I can't say shut the fuck up, wrinkles. <laughs> like I, I think, I think, that, I think a lunch will help this. Just okay. Even a little. Just like look each other in the eye. Let me take you out. Come on, let's go out. Like I want to just uh, right. Let's go get lunch. Get away from the office too. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because some of these things might not be able to be aired at the office. Sure, they're under their breath. Fucking piece of shit. 
But you get away from the office and they go, you know what? It's just this one thing. that You might find out it's one thing that really annoys yeah. them. And then you can maybe help with that one thing. I think or that's, maybe, that's it. Do you he's know what I mean? Make, if there's an issue like, like I don't know, you can't get like ink for the print. It's like he, he's got to step up and make make it happen. Right. Because like, it's, it's making too much of an impact on him that if he can solve her problems, especially as someone in the position he is. Right. Do it. And then you do it and then you go and now you're the teammate. Now you're like the person they go to and then now it's like and and then you can even say like hey what's going on? Is there something that like is really like getting you angry at work? You know this one person I can't fucking stand. And then you go okay now I know the situation and then you got to and then you could even say to them Listen, I hear you. I hear the, you know, the moans. I, I'm not sure if you're in there, you know, having sex or you're just miserable. And I need to know, make sure that, like, is it me? Is it, I just think it gets you talking. Mm-hmm. I think away from the office. Their biggest problem is that you're going, I can hear you. And what are they going to go? I, I hate Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what are they going to do? They're not going to open up to you from it's office tr- to true. office. Tr- I mean, she sounds like she's she's not above no, dropping, right. dropping at all. I mean, it's so funny. Like, oh, fucking piece of shit. I mean, You're that's, like, that's what is going on over there? Everything. Everything. I honestly wish he, he sent like a, an audio recording with it. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Jay Cohen at Jay Cohen. The book. Have a little nosh? I could nosh. I could nosh. I'm sorry. I keep it. No, okay. I could nosh. I love that name. I love what you're doing. The apple cake. I'm like, <laughs> so goddamn good. Holy shit. Oh, we're sponsored. Uh, Cometeer. This is a new sponsor. Hit the bell, Shelby. We got a new sponsor alert. Uh, I'm on the road a lot. I give up sleeping in my own bed and have a con- and having a consistent schedule. But one thing I won't give up is an amazing cup of coffee. Cometeer is super fresh. Flash frozen coffee with incredible flavor that can be made in seconds no matter where you are. Just drop a puck of frozen coffee extract into some hot water for an amazing craft coffee experience. You can customize your drink however you like it from iced coffee and lattes to affogados and espresso martinis. Cometeer can do it all. So I'm holding the cup right now. Cometeer, if you're looking on YouTube. So I spoke to these guys a year ago. And they were starting a coffee company. Mm-hmm. And with the whole idea is that coffee that you drink is bad. That was, you've, you know this company, I know right? this company well. I know some of the investors. It's like, it's, I mean, it's a great concept. It's a great concept. So their whole thing is that the minute coffee gets into the stores, it's going bad. Like the, the clock is ticking. So what they did is they went and bought, I think, fisheries. Like where they used to, in Gloucester, Massachusetts, they went yeah. and got like these flash... Freeze. freezing facilities and they get the coffee sent to them they freeze it right away they put it in a capsule and then send it to you ready to go and it's all different companies like there's like they have all different types of coffee so like all these like interesting small coffee roasters send it to them and they're do and it's like science backed i think like where's how old are you <laughs> 29 29 i'm 38 we're around that same generation. We like efficiency. Oh, that's everything. And we love efficiency. We love knowing we're getting the best. Of course. We love it. This is efficient and the best. And I will tell you as a coffee drinker, you don't I, – I, I've noticed you don't need milk. You don't need sugar. Like it's, it, it like tastes good. There's no bitterness. I got to say like I'm a huge fan of this coffee without i knew i sent it to my parents before they love it it's great it comes in these cool capsules you heat them up a little under the sink 
toss it into an iced coffee, toss it into a hot coffee, hot water, you're good. I, I'm a huge fan, and I really think you're going to love it. Like I, it's it's Cometeer is delivered straight to your door on dry ice, keeps in the freezer until you're ready for a cup. Not only does Cometeer care about incredible coffee, they're also working to make the planet a better place. The capsules are made of fully recyclable aluminum and are delivered in totally recyclable packaging. It's beautiful packaging. It's great. I'm telling you, I'm drinking one right now. I think, is it Orin's Daily Roast? Does that sound familiar? No one, no one knows. Okay. <laughs> Join the future of coffee with Cometeer and get a curated starter pack of their most popular roasts. So you're going to get a bunch of different roasts. Uh, go to Cometeer, uh, go to Cometeer.com slash JTrain to get a free eight pack and a travel mug when you sign up. I think I'm holding the travel mug right now. Um, that's a free eight pack of coffees and a travel mug when you sign up at C-O-M-E. T E E R dot com slash J train, com slash J train. I, I can't tell you how much I love this coffee. It's, it is truly really good. And I, best ever sounds like I'm trying too hard, but it really is a fabulous coffee. Help. <laughs> Why didn't he make a move? You ready? I'm ready. J train podcast at gmail.com here with J Cohen at J Cohen. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. I love all your podcasts and appreciate all your advice. I'm sitting here filled with anxiety and could, could use a pep talk from Papa JT. Came to the right place. Last night, I got drinks with an old, out-of-town work fling. Old, out-of-town work fling. Some sentences, everything matters. Yeah, Isn't that kind of cool? That's like a... So, but, but, so in my head, this is like... She went to some conference and hooked up with a guy, like, or there was a coworker from across the country at a different right. Place. Well, old, former, former, right? Um, out of town, out of town. So, I think coming to them in some way, former okay. coworker who came in from out of town, work, same industry, <laughs> former work, <laughs> fling. Fling, important. What does that mean? I mean, what that's, a, that that's mean? the issue. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. And this is like, again, you have. It's. I love that you have. You need to have many more gay men as your co-host on these podcasts <laughs> because we like, like Fling could be like he smiled at her and she, she's she's like created the story. Like unless Fling in the gay community penetration penetration hundred percent. But you could literally not even know each other's name. Is there an element uh, you, of that? You often don't. <laughs> right. But, it's so, like, but like, it's like, sometimes I talk to all my friends and again, it's like these, these women, it's like, oh yeah, I hooked up with them. It's like, oh my God, you slept? No, we made out. It's like, what? <laughs> what? Right. So, but, but this is the most important part. Fling yes. could mean many things to many different people. Do they go whatever. on a date? Like that, right. the difference between intimacy in terms of sex, intimacy in terms of dating, two very different things. Totally. And the idea, like, one person's fling is another person's relationship with different things that they expect. Yes. Expectations are the problems in most of these issues. So, you know, and again, gay men, straight men, gay women, straight women, whatever your background identifications are, fling means different things to different people to on all courses yeah. of the spectrum. So I think we've kind of zoned in on what could be the issue. Long story short, we used to have a thing Again, <laughs> I think we need to get through the whole, read the whole thing before that we spanned we many months until he suddenly ghosted me back in December. So to me, flings can't ghost. 
No, no. The, a thing means that they were having, at least they were hooking up. They Fine. were having sex over a period of a few months. Sure. And then he... But ghosting up. comes with its own judgments and... Like, do you know what I mean? When I hear someone write, my f- I had this fling that was a thing yeah. that ghosted. Like, that's like yes. a funny dating sentence yes. that means something different to every single person. Of course. I had a fling that was a thing that kind of ended in a ghosting. Do you hate him? Like, to me, I would go, yeah, that's kind of how flings that's kinda that how become fling, things that's... end. You know, so it is, this is, I think this is like very vague discussion of something that is very relatable to a lot of people. Yeah. And it's the reason I'm stopping here for two seconds because it's like, you're sitting out there, you heard a fling that turned to a thing that turned to a ghosting. And everyone out there listening has a different idea of the meanness the appropriateness, the the malice. I think that's the right. mo- the intention behind. Like, did was he doing this? To was he, is he an asshole? Right. Or did he not really see this as anything more than like a is, little casual thing that didn't that, even need a formal ending? Right. And it's so interesting, and it's why they're writing in now. I think it's important to note that I no longer work at the company we met at. My new job frequently brings me to his city, while his job brings him to mine. We recently reconnected when I was in his city and hung out for seven hours straight. He apologized for how he treated me, said he got some pretty significant family news around the time he ghosted me, which made him isolate himself. Not ideal, but I had empathy for the situation, was open to catching up. That night... It was obvious that neither of us wanted the night to end, but at the end of the night, we hugged and went our separate ways. Fast forward to last night. We hung out again, this time in my city. We got drinks, then tried to get a nightcap at his hotel bar. It was closed, so he told me I could go up to his room for a little. We ended up cuddling and talking for a while, and I ended up staying the night. But again, neither of us made a move. Looking back, I'm kicking myself for not just doing it myself, but I definitely have walls up from what happened with him ghosting me. And truthfully, I'm nervous about getting hurt again. In the morning, when I was getting ready to leave, I jokingly said, are you going to kiss me before saying goodbye or what? Just to acknowledge the elephant in the room. He he proceeded to kiss me and say, you know, you could have just done that at any point last night, right? What gives? My question is, why didn't he just make a move himself? I think it was very clear he wanted to. He was the one who initiated me coming up to his room in the first place. Or do you think he just doesn't know how to go about things given all that's happened in the lapse in time? I like this guy, and I'm open to seeing where things could go again, especially since I'll be in his city so frequently, but I'm confused. Not sure if ages matter, but we're both in our early 30s. Jake, oh, I, have, I, have, I have so many thoughts. Please. This, honey, you have to you have to move on. It's like cut it out. Mm-hmm. I think the the number one thing is this idea. Like, at the end of the day, the whole idea of like making a move or ner- like he would have, right? If he really wanted to, and I'm not gonna lie, it's like if you're already dealing with the way that he handles situations when the going gets tough, he ghosts you, right? And then on top of that, you're waiting for him to like take the lead. It's one thing if she wants to come in and be like, I'm going to pick this back up. I'm going to be aggressive. I know what I want Mm. and take it. If she's holding out for this guy who's already kind of shown his hand that he isn't going to be taking charge, then you're just setting yourself up for failure time and time again. You're totally right. I'll put myself in his shoes. I can't, I can say exactly what I would do in this scenario. Mm Mm-hmm. We had a fling that turned to a thing that ended with me ghosting. Okay, why did I ghost? Uh, 
it was just a fling. It was just a fling. And I like her. I think she's attractive. I think she's fun. She moved cities. I don't really want to work towards making this something real. I'll fuck you, but I won't marry you. Yeah. Very hard for someone to say. It's even hard for me to say right now. I feel bad saying it now. But that's the truth. Now, you're lonely. You got this person who runs back into your life. You have had that. You know they're attracted to you. Yeah. You know that they are okay with your naked body. There's also a, like a, a veil of guilt. A that little he bit feels. of guilt. Well, that's here's where the guilt comes in. Let's get drinks. I now know if I'm putting myself in his shoes. I now know you were hurt by how I saw the relationship, which I saw as casual. With we're going to be okay disappearing from one another. That wasn't okay. I've learned. I'm not saying he was. You know, didn't know that that couldn't be okay, but I don't think he really was like, oh, you're going to be like angry at me if I disappear. I think that he was like, this is how I see it. Now he comes back to you. You're having this nice time. He knows he's attracted to you, likes you, enjoys your company, knows that you are attracted to him, like him, enjoy his company. Yeah, you come up to my room, but you come with responsibility and consequences. If I make this move, then I am saying to you something that might be more than I actually want. He is saying, if I make a move, I'm making a move because I want the same exact thing as before. But before, it wasn't really what I thought it was. You know? Yeah. You know what I'm talking I'm, I'm, I'm not crazy. You, here. I'm like literally, like, I'm just going to sidebar on this. Do you know Tinks? Have you met Tinks? She doesn't seem to be a fan of mine. Oh. <laughs> she seems. I, oh, I can I can see that, but I also think that like I would. There's nothing I would love more than to watch you two talk for like four hours. Well, I mean, she's repeated things that I've said in the past. Don't get me wrong. I've been around doing dating advice like no, this for a I decade. No, but I love. I mean, I love you both. I love she's, you both. I just think it's interesting because you're both on on opposite sides of the aisle of what we're talking about, which is really like. Your perspective as a man, her perspective as a woman. I mean, I love the idea, and I'm sure you you talk constantly about like mm. like her thing about box theory that like guys put people in like. I don't like it. You don't like it. I think that's why she doesn't like me. Interesting. Because I think it's a very uh, powerless position to put yourself in as from the other side. Interesting. Like the, the whole thing puts it in his perspective of what he feels about you. What about you? What's your taste? The whole box but theory was like he he no it, it, to me it's a. It's a, a hack to be able to not use your own emotions and feelings and have taste. Because yeah, but I, and I see, and now I'm coming from the place of a man, like a, both a man and someone who deals with other, other men. Other yeah. Some people to, need that. To me, it's about reserving your headspace energy sure. for the fact that like people are people we're animals this right. is how they act like some men are only going to see you as as a like as a fuck buddy some people are only going to see you as a friend and some people are going to see you as someone like and the only way i could say it is ideal i would say before everything these cookbooks all this stuff right eh, could go away tomorrow my sure. number one job that i love is being a shadchan making matches <laughs> i love it i love making matches yeah. for friends professionally sure, especially sure. relationships um and I, I deal with this all the time with, with friends. And when they're dating someone and they come to me like, yeah, I don't know. I'm this, man. You do know. You just gave the answer. 
right. you don't you don't want them. They're well, not they're not for you because if it was and when when I think of like I've been married, I've been with my husband for almost nine years. How did you guys meet? Hinge. 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 I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like so many friends. You were I just see. married when I first met you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I remember this. And at the end of the day, it's like you know. You meet right. the person, you know. If you if you're like, there are people that are just like, oh, they they're just riddled with anxiety and they don't. But really, most of the time, you're gonna know deep down how you feel about someone, both chem sexually mm -hmm. chemistry as well as like, do I vibe with this person? I guess my issue with that always is I can't tell people how to feel. Like you can't. I, I, you you can't. can't. And and even when they tell me the answer, I mean, that's why she's gonna continue to try to. Well, hook up I, with this I'm guy. gonna give her like what she should do. Okay. And I I know because I like to put people at you know I'm no expert. I'm just a guy who I can I know what this guy's I know exactly what's going through this guy's head. Like that's yeah. that's where I'm coming from. I just yeah, put myself yeah. in the shoes of the guy and I go, yeah, he didn't make a move because making a move would say would be him saying, I'm I in, like you. I'm interested in, in continuing in this. The, and right. And in the way that is different than the way before. Because if he goes forward, he is saying, I got in trouble the first way. I've And he apologized for my mistake. If I come back the next time and pursue, I will now be held as a dickhead who knew I like that person like them and pursued anyway. So he's like, you come to me. Interesting. You come to me and you say, and now it's a little, and again, this is a little fuckery. Like this is a little manipulative. I'm just telling, and I don't think he's doing this knowingly. I'm saying this as an outside figure. Okay. I think not knowingly, I'm giving him a lot of empathy, but if she makes that move, he goes, he can go, well, you, you wanted this move to be made and you knew where I stood. Which was fling town that so could ghost. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree, and I'm gonna say my perspective. Sure, please. I think that from the beginning. So in the world of men, and again, mm -hmm. this is different. Obviously, probably in the gay community because we're having a lot more. Well, sex I think the gay than community is just men. more honest. Even more know? honest. So, yeah, yeah. She is second tier fuck buddy. So you have tiers of fuck buddies. You have sure. people that you will drop everything for. You have people that are like, all right. If this is all that's around right now, then that's mm -hmm. what I'll take. And then if a first tier one comes, be like, "Hey, what you doing?" You're like, "Oh, sorry, can't come anymore." Something came up. Had a call. Had a Jake. The difficulty in this in the stray community, and I, I like, I, I love what you're saying because it's making me think of like the nicknames that gay men give each other. Like <laughs> no, 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 the otter. Oh, bear, oh, 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 the categories. The categories. categories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gay men did what all men would do is like. How do I efficiently fuck more than fuck the the type I like as much as possible? Yeah, right. Efficiency, a, a taxonomy. It's it's, right. it's, it's a like, taxonomy. So yeah. they have what are the what are the designations? There's so there's, a, there's there's twink, bear, otter. Otter is a, a thinner, hairy man, okay. like a, a hairy twink. Um, there's a twunk, and twunk is a tw in between a, a twink and a, a twink on its way to a jock. Okay. Um, uh, and then there's obviously all the like designations for kinks, which is another thing. Right. You have so leather daddies, a, you have age and discrepancies. Bear, which is a bigger, yeah. burly guy. It would never work in the straight world. Can you imagine what the oh straight God. men who are like being like, no, 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 I love yeah. a bear. <laughs> 
Cause like I like curvy women. Like I I, I love curvy. Yeah, a little Zoftig. I I love a Zoftig. Even Zoftig. I'm like I'm afraid to say that. Oh, it's my new favorite word. I've been. It's. I was just on a, another podcast okay. yesterday, and she's like, "Oh, what's your favorite Yiddish word?" I go, "Oh, Zoftig," because I've been using it more for, for men. Because traditionally, it's a word that can be used. I I'm like I reclaim it in a way that like. I, yeah, but like I a, can't reclaim. You can't. Words. You can't. Straight men are I, yeah. not allowed to I go. Mean, I really now shouldn't. it means this. But I don't and use the, it. I don't use it in terms of women. I of use course. it like like for like a like a like a like a really muscular man. I'll often refer well, to it as, as I, I would say that I'm more zoftig. You're zoftig. It's voluptuous. Voluptu- but, yeah, but curvy it's, man. But it's never. It was never used. I mean. In terms of its actual definition, whether it, it, it is colloquially like used for fat, really, it's it's like voluptuous. It's beautiful. Well, it's Jewish curvy. women, Jewish mothers, kind of made zoftig mean. Yeah, well, that, that's, they would, that's Jewish mothers don't use zoftig in a positive way. Jewish mothers, uh, yeah. my mom, my mom, she had words, a chub, no, not chubby. It was a heavy. <laughs> heavy. That's a Jewish mom word. Heavy. You look heavy. Was never like a positive. Yeah, no, no, no. Spin. I use it. I try to use it only in a synonym for beautiful. I think I'm, it's. I'm okay sexy. with that, but I can't do. You that. can't do that. But no, I'm no, saying no, no. when you say this like, is why you can't also create terms for women. This and is like, my point. When yeah. you say to her, she's a second tier. I don't. I understand what you're saying in the gay community where it's like, yeah, if you're there and we could eat, I'll, I'll eat you. It. But it's, and she's, <laughs> but she's taking, I could see how she would take that in a negative form where she's like, they're just on I'm different, not, they're on different tiers. He's, on, he, right. he's on a higher tier for her than she is for him. Right. And, and that's, and, and and that's know, not, but he also knows that. So that's why he's avoiding yes. first moves because he also can't say to her, hey, you're on this secondary tier for me. He, he actually, and I will say this, he doesn't believe that. No one, I don't think people think they're a bad person or a mean person. No. And that's like where I come from. Listen, I understand someone could look at this podcast and hear me say that and go, fuck you, dude. Oh, li- the guy's literally. a piece of shit. And it's okay. And like sometimes, like we did a You Up podcast, Adam Pally came on and he was like, we read an email from a guy and he was like, this guy's a fucking piece of shit. And people were like, yeah. And I'm like, of course. Listen, that's fun. I understand. I, in, a, in that episode, I agreed with him. He was acting like a piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, but yeah. I also like, I got to do a podcast here. Of course. You know, we got we to unpack this. You know, the, the bottom of the line for this one is she, like, I'm rooting for her. No, I am rooting. We, I, we are both. Oh, on I'm the same rooting thing. for her in the same way that, not gonna lie, I'm rooting for the secretary. Right. Like, I'm rooting, <laughs> I'm rooting for her. Why? Because she is A, my target demographic. Right. B, older B, woman who says, go she, fuck yourself. She is more. literally, yeah, yeah. she's literally She'll make an apple cake. my icon, my icon. <laughs> she's gonna make, she's gonna make the apple cake. But w- w- with this emailer, I think that she needs to be protecting herself. Right. No, 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 no. I'm with you. And I think she's wasting too much time. Well, here's what I would say from this email. The biggest thing to me is she's asking for someone to have more direction than she has. So she's saying to him, well, she at the end of her email, he just doesn't know. I like this guy and I'm open to seeing where things could go again, especially since I'll be in his city so frequently. But I'm confused. You're not fucking confused. You know exactly what you want. You just wrote it to us. I like this guy and I'm open to seeing where things could go. You don't want a fling. You don't want a friendship. You don't want a friends with benefits. I'm in your city a lot. I'd like to see what could happen. Hey, if you're up for that, I am down. Let's go on a date. If you are not, I need you to separate yourself from me because I can't really handle this as some sort of will they, won't they work fling. That's what she has to admit to. Completely. And now, again, that puts her in a position of it's a yes or a no. Yes. You know, he's, and and I'm telling you, he's going to run. I think we both agree he's going to run. I think in my head, 
for her own peace of mind, mm-hmm. it should be like the ball is put in his court. I am this. That's this what we is, just did with this that is, advice. This yeah. is literally like, and I think too often you can like, even people who are not so confident in their dating world, mm-hmm. my biggest thing that like my husband and I talk about is like how we do that with friendships, mm-hmm. especially in like big cities where there are always discrepancies in which you put more energy into a relationship right. with a friend than someone else. And sometimes you just have to put the ball in their court and be like, you are not saying like, I'm ending this, I'm he's this asshole. And it's like, no, if he really wants this, he will come and get it. And if not, I'm going to move on with my life. I'm sure for you too, in a world where you're entertaining people, yeah, like a constantly, lot, and constantly. you have these very, I, didn't you have these like uh, get togethers? I do the big Shabbats. The big yeah. Shabbats. Yeah. I'm sure you put so much time and energy to that and you put it together a guest list and you go, you know who we've had a million times and really hasn't reciprocated in that way? Uh, you, 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 yeah, oh, you, you are in It's the, our biggest conversation. Like, right, and I'm not in that world. Like, I, <laughs> I'm not entertaining here at Feather Nation Studios. You know, like, this is... Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I do understand where when you put yourself out there in that way. Yeah. And again, this person's saying, I went and... They even said in their email, which I love that they wrote, seven hours. We spent seven hours. They gave them seven hours of their time. So they must... I value seven hours of my time. They must be... No, and not really. He would have been jerking off and like watching sports or right. something. Like and that's that's seventy blinking seven hours ago. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with J Cohen at J Cohen. Uh, a little nosh. I could nosh. I could nosh. <laughs> I fucking fuck it up every time. I could nosh. The link is in his bio. You got to go check it out. The book pre-order. We want you to pre-order. Pre-order. That, that like kicks I will it off. Say, I will say, and this is also, this comes out a little early, but, but mm. it's going to be, if you follow online, do it. What happens is, I think around like August 1st, I'm announcing um, pre-order anytime from now, like the day you're listening to this, mm. to the day the book comes out, you unlock like a like pre-order bonus in which it's going to be like an ebook of all my favorite Rosh Hashanah recipes. So you could start cooking Amazing. from the book immediately. You could have all your recipes ready for the holidays. Look at that. Uh. I, and uh, what's the quickest one? What's the longest one in the new book? Ooh, so I, I do separate, um, because it's about this, I think of like grandma hospitality. Mm-hmm. So there's some recipes that are like for, you could throw them together super quickly. So mm-hmm. I have like these kasha varnishkas that get turned into like a weeknight pasta. Ooh, love a kasha. Long. Okay, yeah. And then I have like this crazy lasagna, like a vegetable lasagna that takes all day because you're making fresh pasta, all this stuff. Right. Or a brisket that's like a crazy braise. But and the idea with that is you spend the time on like a Sunday and then you have the leftovers in your fridge, in your freezer. Love it. We love, love a little leftover Love moment. a leftover. Also love the idea of like matching this up with a weather. Yeah. You know, when it's a rainy day and you got the stuff in your place and you're like, let's make this up. Let's do love. the whole day. JTrainPodcast.com. Help a female to hook up. Mm. Love this. Jared and guests, thanks for all you do. I'm hoping you can help me to hook up. I'm a 35-year-old straight female recently out of a few-year marriage that ended badly. He ended up being abusive. Well, I'm very sorry you went through Mm. that, and I'm hoping you're doing okay now and seeking help in whatever way you need it. Um, I'm focusing uh, on rebuilding my life and processing everything that has happened. That being said, I still have needs and want to have sex in a safe way with someone normal. I thought, okay, I'll download Tinder. <laughs> I want to, like, where did, I want to go for know. a swim. I'll go to the local dump. Like, wait, like a, Jump in the Hudson. Right. I, no, 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 no. You've, 
Tinder. Um, I had matches, conversations, but it seemed like a lot of work rather than an easy natural hookup. I ended up deleting it just now after one man in particular was incredibly creepy. I know he was a bad seed, but I got the ick. Uh, and on top of no real positives coming out of it, I deleted it. Do you think the solution is to try another app or to try in person? I am social and will talk to anyone that is easy for me. Because of the situation, I have kept my social circle very small at the moment. I don't mind going out alone. I am building back up my circle, but I don't know if I want one-night stands or a friends-with-benefits relationships to be mixed in with what becomes my new routine. What's the best way to find a normal man slash men for this? Thanks, female struggling to hook up. Jay Cohen, do you have any advice? I have many advice. I, have, I know. I think the first thing is she's not going to know what, given the fact that she's still processing trauma, mm-hmm. she's not going to know what she wants until she starts to really like explore these different options and see what feels right, what feels like good for her. Because right. everything is different. I have some friends, and all they want is like a friend with benefit situation, someone that's constant, someone that they can have almost like a quasi relationship with where it's not this, romantic, but like they can order and take out and then have sex. That's and like, the, well, that's a problem that, though, because I think, you know, because again, I love the cross, the, the gay community versus the straight community. We like, think differently. We the think gay differently. Men think like differently. the gay community, like you could have that with someone and it's a more honest situation. Yeah. And, and there's ever, zero romance. Zero in romancing. In the straight community, you do that once, you go, great, that was a lot of fun. Then all of a sudden, like, you always have, you have to do check-ins that are uncomfortable. Of course. And, and hey, are we sure we're not romantic? Like, yeah, we're cool, yeah. you're cool with this? And so it's harder to find than she is kind of saying. But, but at it, the same time, like, she can explore what, I mean, again, we talked about, like, in the gay community, anonymous sex is uh, commonplace. Right, not right. saying that it's, again, Nothing is about what is good, bad, right, wrong. It's nothing. It's, it's nothing. Right. Things are what they are, and they either work for you or they don't. Right. So she's got to explore that because at the same time, it's like there is a level. There's a level of fear that comes into play in a lot of these anonymous situations. That is absolutely actually what is desired. Um, right. You know. You know. Danger does. You know. The adventure. Adventure. So you adventure. know. If we take it into other uh, other terms, here's I get. I agree with everything you're saying. I think they're going. I think they're shooting for the hills when they should just kind of walk before they run. I agree. Like right now, they're like, I want friend. You're out of a marriage. Yeah. You're you're oh picking up Tinder and being like I'm looking for friends with benefits. You've you've gone too far. Yeah. It's, you're not ready. You're just not ready. You don't know your own taste. You don't know what. Also, you're like I want a unicorn. I want a guy who will be upfront with me and safe and 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 not weird and wants to hook up and but won't go too much. Doesn't want a relationship. She's got. Right. She's she'll download Field. Field would help because it's a more honest space. But then you're getting. You're getting some weirdo. Different type that's... of people who are maybe so honest that it's uncomfortable and creepy. You know, this is, I think what she needs to do is let's stop saying we're looking for friends with benefits. I think she's just got to say, let's, let's change our perspective. I think changing your perspective can help your whole body. I'm looking to meet someone to make out. I'm looking to make out. Okay. I think if you start at make out, like other things, then you can get the feel, oh, I get to know them a little bit more. But yeah. if you just want to go out and make out, let's make that the goal. I think that will help her. And I think going out with friends Completely. is like the move. Go like dancing. Gotta go dancing. Girls, go out with each other. I know you keep your social circle small. Call one friend. I want to go out on Saturday night. Can you come out with me? I just want someone to come out with me and have fun, have a couple drinks, get a little loose, and maybe just like talk to some guys with me. Now we've made it small. 
even to your friend, your friend who might be married and might be like, well, I don't want to go out and fuck guys. I don't like my family. <laughs> you know, like if you were just like, hey, I want to go out and talk to guys. Can yeah. you come with me? Yeah, yeah. You're going to have one friend that's like, of, of course, course I want to fucking do of that. Of course. Now it's talk to guys. So let's start talk to guys. Again, let's make categories. Yeah. Talk to guys, make out with guys, go home with guys, not have sex. You know, just a cuddle. You know, like let's like go up the rank. Let's work our way back. You you still you got a broken leg. We gotta you gotta heal. So we gotta like I think you again. You came to a guy again. If a woman was like, I'm looking for someone to fuck without any consequence, I'd be like, I found you. You know, like, <laughs> like what? You know, guys like we we're like the, the the dream. You know, but you're not gonna have someone you can talk to like that yet. You need someone you can begin to trust and figure out so and i don't think you know how to do that yet let's start at going out to make out okay that's my move jtrain podcast at gmail.com jtrain podcast at gmail.com here with jay cohen at jay cohen i could nosh yes got it i could nosh go 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 pre-order we want you to get involved you get all those extras when you pre-order roller coaster friends with benefit situation what now Jared would love your perspective on a friends with benefits situation. I moved to a new city a year and a half ago, and my first friend was a guy from work. It was 100% platonic for six months. For context, he's 49, I'm 29-year-old female. He's 49, I'm a 29-year-old female. Most of our hangouts are activity-based. Golf, pickleball, darts, hikes, etc. Even though these hangs weren't dates, we were spending three to five days a week together and really connecting and bonding. Eventually, I told him I was attracted to him and proposed the idea of friends with benefits. He agreed. Of course, he agreed. Of course, he agreed. Yeah. Course. Single guy who oh, goes golfing God. with you. I mean, that's all. That's all. I, who doesn't? Who doesn't want that? Right. I can get a blowjob like, in addition to hang out with someone like, I enjoy yeah, hanging yeah, out with, yeah. and they're proposing this idea to me because he can separate the idea of sex and, and intimacy. And, right. And, that, and he's going to be game with it. Maybe you know. He agreed, and we both promised that our friendship would come first. Naive, I know. We've been at this for eight months now, still hanging out frequently, meeting each other's friends and families, and feeling like a real relationship at times. Because of, the, because of this, he mentioned that he wants to go back to being platonic friends, which we've been trying for a couple weeks now. I know I promised the friendship would come first, but I missed the benefits. I liked the situation we had going, and now I'm bummed when our nights don't end in cuddles and sex. I'm not sure how to bring this up to him without sounding too attached. I'm not in love with him, and I don't want a serious relationship, but somehow the platonic friendship doesn't seem like enough anymore. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Give me back the D. What do you think? Ooh, Great sign-up. I love that. Give me back the D. Um, She's lying to herself because at the end of the day, she wants a relationship. She wants to be in a relationship with him. Because right. that's, what, that's what this... What a... Friendship that does all those things plus sex is mm -hmm. a relationship. And unfortunately, if he is taking the sex part out, it means that either he's, uh, I mean, I mean, 49, not crazy. He could be a commitment phobe. But uh, I would say more likely than not, people would say that as a way to kind of make him like this wounded bird when really it, it's it's the, the he's just not that into you in that, right. in that way of, of investing as a relationship. Well, it's funny that like we want these men to be humans and then when they act like humans we go what the fuck's going on here yeah you know like she i'll put myself in his shoes again you know i'm hanging with this person i like i got nothing else going on they say would you like to like add some sex to this mm -hmm. whole thing we hang out a lot i go why not great and then uh we go on for like eight months and i realize that one of two things 
I think we're at a point where I might hurt this person. Yeah. Because they might want more. Guys tend to end things before the next step. Which is why he's the one who's saying that they can't have sex right. anymore. So he's going, let me be, before I'm the bad guy. Bad guy's next week. Good guy this week. I'll end this before I'm bad guy. So that's what he's doing. Or he's been dating too. Which you're like, well, when? He found a way. Or he's found someone he's interested in. And he knows that he's in a situation where good guy this week, bad guy next week. I got to end this so that I'm still good guy to you and good guy to this other person that I'm actually pursuing in a romantic way that might be a future. I don't know what one of those is happening. I do know he is avoiding being bad guy because he can still be the good guy. Yeah. And, and that's plain and simple. So if you understand that and you go, oh, it's not just that he's like, oh, I, I, I'm... I'm I'm rethinking things. Like I want, no. you know, like something. He doesn't want to be the bad guy. I think it seems, especially given the the context that like they're starting to meet each other's friends, starting to meet each other's family, that already their dynamic is moving into relationship territory. Right. right. And I think she's maybe okay with that, and he wasn't. Right. And and then friends and family. Who is she? What's yeah. going on? And now he's getting questions where now other people are going, what are you doing to this girl? You know, like you go, well, what, are you a bad guy? Again, men don't want to be the bad guy. It is a very weird well, thing. Also, he, let's see, he cares about her. He doesn't, right. he doesn't, want, he doesn't want to hurt her. her. And to him, it's not hurtful. Like losing the hookup but isn't like a personal attack at what he is as a person and like whether his fuckability like there's not it's also much... it's like this is what they signed up for like when you like right. when you when you come about this it's like oh well let's be friends with benefits it's like it's coming like oh, everything was on the table you also can't go back like you can't go Never. friends with be- friends friends with benefits back to friends this you know, happens, it just, it, the this more happens you... with so many friends of mine that have hookups or mm. or, or fuck buddies that like they don't hang out with and then they try to introduce the the hanging aspect mm. with that and make it a friend with benefit and that's what ends it because right. they don't like them as the friend right. and therefore they can't go back to the sex it's the same way like once you're friends with someone and they have sex and it's like if one or the other doesn't work right then it kind then of blows go, up I gotta the get, whole thing i, I, I got to get back out away. i got to get out jtrainpodcast@gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We got one more. Is that okay? We got time for one more. Jay Cohen, this has been fantastic. Everyone go follow Jay Cohen. At Jay Cohen. Go, go, go. Not sure if this is a red flag deal breaker or awkward sex. Here we go. Sorry it's not four finger lengths, but details needed. I'm a 27-year-old female living in the Upper East Side. Background, I got out of a five-year relationship about six months ago, and I'm on the apps for the first time. Trying to keep it positive, but lately it's quite mixed bag of folks. After a plethora of interesting dates, I matched with someone whose presence I enjoyed. <laughs> what a low bar. <laughs> <laughs> they have an what enjoyable a way to word presence. It. Yeah. yeah. We went on two awesome dates, and the third date I invited him up to my apartment where he proceeded to have the best sex of my life. On his way out, he then goes to the bathroom for like 25 minutes. I live in a 300-square-foot apartment, uh, so I'm curious what's taking him so long. But we have a steamy makeup before he's on his way. As I'm skipping to the fridge to make a post-fuck snack, it all hits me. I've been having plumbing issues. My toilet was, uh, will flush, and then everything will come up. And I basically have to continually plumb it. And I regularly use the Anita Gelato bathroom. Because it's, taking like, uh, it's like taking care of a child, no offense to dog moms, my super uh, had planned to install a toilet next morning. 
Ugh, also I have my period, so I cannot imagine the scene he saw when he went in. I'm horrified, don't know if I should call it out or not, jokingly. He left and we haven't talked since, and I'm not sure if I need to say anything. LOL, SOS Jared, would you care? I would be so disgusted, probably, but probably not a red flag or deal breaker for me. Will I ever hear from this guy again? What do you think? So you have sexual activity, you go in the bathroom, you see whatever you see, uh-huh. hot makeout, leave is it the toilet that makes you not talk to them again no so at the end of the day and again uh, this is like always like it feels so but it's like just coming from from the perspective (laughs) if it was if this like and again he very well may feel the same way but if the sex is so good like Mm -hmm. if it's great sex Mm -hmm. it really doesn't matter like he could he could like like, he would go your grandmother could have taken a bath and he probably would still be fine you could have you know he could have went in that bathroom (laughs) and seen a huge dump (laughs) like 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 cartoon style froyo dump yeah yeah, yeah. emoji dump and he'd be like (laughs) what a great fuck like i don't think people are that completely yeah, and, and here's the thing. You are acting differently because of this toilet thing. It's not that. If you would just text him, hey, um, that was a ton of fun. I think you got to text that. that was, I had a great time with you. Um, that toilet you went into, I don't know what you saw in there, but it's having some issues, and it might look like the Hudson River, but you know, or whatever. Like the, you I, know, the, I don't even think you call it out. I think it's one of those things where... I th- but I think if you've had great sex with someone, you do have this like... You know, you've experienced it's, moisture together. It's too late. It's too late. Well, I, I, I do think he's not coming back because people don't come back after third date sex. This happens. Like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't interested in a relationship the whole time. Correct. He was waiting Here's for the Here's the big sex. reveal. He yeah. had the sex. The toilet had nothing. And the Come toilet, on. he's not even, he's going, oh, I met this great girl. We had some sex. There was some shit in the toilet, but who gives a fuck? It was But fun. That's, that's why I'm like, she, like, I'm sorry. Like, you need to just, um, like, not call any attention to this like any <laughs> like if he's an adult and he right. had great sex with you then th- like he would ignore it and move on because we're all people and adults and, and adults all take shit and, and like we periods. all live in new york yeah, yeah. with these disgusting apartments that are held together by duct tape yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like that's that's neither here nor so there so because then what's it. happening is she's blaming herself for what very well could just be his his you know his yeah. issue and, and they could have had sex no toilet at all he still wouldn't be texting yeah I, but I think act as if act as if is a, is, a, is a nice piece of advice in this in this scenario. Act as if act as if he also had the best time too. Yes. So if you had the best time, that's all that fucking matters. Yes. You had a great time. You like him. Hey, when do we get to that great fucking again? There, oh, th- that is a text that right. she should send. That is, <laughs> there that, it is. I think more often you just Period. everyone has to be just everyone has to be just like forthright with what they want. Right. And be. It'd be like aggressive. I just think we live in the city mm. and we live in this cult, like girl boss culture sure. where it's like, ask for what you want when it comes to your career, when it comes mm-hmm. to, to all these things. And yet with this, it's just like, oh, uh, let's see. Let's see if the, if the wind blows in my favor. Right. No, no, no. If, don't ask for someone to know what they want when you don't even want to say what you want. You know, exactly. they, they let them know. They'll then, say yes, then no, or maybe. She'll also get an, an- exactly. you get an answer. Exactly. You get an answer. JTrainPodcast.com. J. Cohen. Fantastic. Mm. So happy you came back. Uh, you got to go get the book. At Jay Cohen. Instagram, TikTok, all the social media. Uh, have a little nosh. No. <laughs> I could nosh. I could nosh. I could nosh. I love it's it. It's so love it. Yiddish and Jewy. I can't <laughs> believe I didn't. 
I could nosh. People will remember it more because I've fucked I love, up so No, many. but I want them to say, I want they could say whatever they want. As long as they Just say nosh. Just write nosh into Amazon. There you go. Come it up. will come so up. So Jake true. Cohen, uh, thank you so much. I'm Jared Fried. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. We'll be back next episode. Boom.